Hey everybody, how y'all doing? Welcome back to another episode of Everybody's Homegirl Podcast. I took a break, but I am back with season four. We're going to start the season off with no fanfare. I didn't do a video clip this time because I just needed to get right back in it. Let me just say that, you know, sometimes you just have to take a break. Sometimes you just need a pause button and I needed a break. I was doing too much. I was going through a couple of things emotionally and I just needed to rest. And I was trying to push myself to do however many season episodes that I do. I think it's 20 and I got to 15 and I just couldn't find the energy to round up a guest or put together a show. And so I just took a break, but I'm back now. And the best way to do that for me was just to get right back in it. Also, too, to discuss another type of pause button. That's the pause button for you slap somebody for talking bad about your wife. (laughs) So anyway, today's show, I'm going to talk to my friends Alicia Price and Tony Robertson. And we just kind of chop it up about what happened at the Oscars. Recorded this the day after the Oscars yesterday were... Will Smith got into a little bit of a kerfuffle with Chris Rock. And it basically is the slap heard around the world. But I like to think of it as sometimes you just need a pause button. That space between when you act and when you think and say, you know what, this might not be the right time or the place to do or say this particular thing. So we just give our thoughts and perspectives around it and discuss some of the topics and discussions that we've been seeing on social media. So anyway, thank you for coming back. Hopefully you're still with me. I haven't lost you. And I hope to bring you lots more good content this season. Thanks and have a great day. Hey y'all. Hey. How y'all hey. doing? Pretty good. Ooh, it's been a minute. <laughs> I had to take a sabbatical. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh. I had to bring y'all back down to the South Side Table Talk. <laughs> to my listeners today on the show. First off, let me say welcome back. I have no fanfare as to how I am. <laughs> starting season I think four now I'm just gonna jump right back into it (laughs) and we're gonna start the season off talking about the slap heard around the world (laughs) (laughs) so uh, I thought it might be a good time just to get my feet wet get back into the podcasting habit to bring my featured guest on, uh, Miss Tony Robertson and Alicia Price, we're going to discuss the Oscars, which happened yesterday. And of course, we all know what happened where Will Smith slapped <laughs> uh, Chris Rock. And let me say this. Let me start with a caveat. There is no structure today. We're just going to be talking. That's one. So we're going to go around the world. We're going to probably, you know, touch a bunch of topics because I think this 
issue is so layered and we've all been discussing it all day on Facebook and Instagram and reading the comments and the memes. And for me, what I'm expressing, typing isn't fully how I feel. And really, I don't really probably can't even express how I fully feel here just because I think the issue is deeper than the five seconds it took for that dude to slap him. So I just thought it would be good to discuss it. I think um, Price and I probably are closest in alignment to how we are expressing what we saw. And Tony, I think, is on a different side, even though we are disagreeing, but agreeing in a certain way. And all that to say that we all got opinions and I don't think any of our opinions are wrong. So we might touch a little bit of um, the black tax. We might touch respectability politics. We might touch abuse of women, protecting black women, not protecting black women. Um, All of that I think might come out. We're going to try to keep it as short as we can, but just give us an opportunity from educated black women to kind of reflect on the events from yesterday so and today because we did apologize today and I think that needs to be said so um we're gonna jump right in just you're gonna hear some might hear some cussing and talking about Jesus at the same time I'm gonna stop saying that but because y'all know me by now that sometimes that happens (laughs) so who wants to go first so I guess I should give a recap for people who did not see it yesterday uh, Chris Rock was uh, about to present an award at the 157,000th Academy Award <laughs> show. <laughs> I don't even know what the category was, but you know how they always do right before they give an award, the people make jokes or whatever. So he made a joke about Jada Pinkett Smith's hair about basically he wanted to see her in the next G.I. Jean, G.I. Jane movie. Did I say it right, G.I. Jane? Mm-hmm. Because with the inference, uh, inference being because she's bald head, she'd probably make a great G.I. Jane. Well, <clears throat> if you don't know, Jada is has expressed how she has been suffering with alopecia, which is a loss of hair for whatever, for different reasons. You can have alopecia for very different reasons. And it can be quite uh, debilitating. And, um, you know, because a lot of emphasis is placed on women's hair, but especially a black woman's hair. And so for her to be deemed one of the most beautiful people in our community, to for her to be losing her hair, she's struggling with that. And she has expressed that. And so initially when he made the joke, it appeared that we'll laugh, but then he looked at his wife. I don't know what transpired on her face, mm-hmm. but something changed because for we know it, Will walks up to the stage and open hand slaps Chris in the face. And Chris's reaction is, I think we just witnessed the greatest moment in history of television. I mean, he keeps it moving and then Will goes back to his seat and is like, keep my wife's name out your motherfucking mouth as the Japanese <laughs> news reported. Ah. America blocked it out. So at first it seemed like a joke. I was like, surely this is a skit, especially the way he slapped him. Like who open hand slaps anybody? It looked like a duel. 
you know, from right. like Bridgerton. <laughs> this gotta be a skit because you don't open your body up to slap right. nobody. Because if I see you swinging, I'm coming straight for the middle. So I'm just like, this can't be real. But so far, it appears to be real. And I'm thinking Will is maybe upset because he didn't win the uh, the award that he was after. I think it was Best Actor. But I, to be honest, I rarely ever watch the, the Oscars in full. I always watch for certain categories. Take me when it's on. Or my mama called me. They about to do it. So I saw the comments about the slap. Then I went researched it. Mm-hmm. And then later on, realized, oh, he actually won this thing. Well, I saw him win live because by that time I had tuned in. And so basically, that's the gist of what happened. And so we have had lots of conversations around it. The Internet lit up. And honestly, I'm going to tell you all my initial reaction. I can't lie. I did laugh because one, I thought it was a joke. Two, I was like, oh, he meant that, <laughs> you know, and three, I, well, just mainly those two. I thought it was a joke. And then I realized, oh, no, he actually meant that. Then I felt bad for him. I have been reading his book and his first chapter. He talks about how he has dealt all his life with feeling like a coward because he watched and witnessed his mother be abused by his father. hmm regularly and always felt too afraid to do anything he has suffered from people teasing him and bullying him because he was always a little weird and different from the kids in his neighborhood and he just would never stand up to him and so he's always dealt with that inner voice of you need to you know kind of man up and stand up like how people have you know how they've been talking about him lately in the last two or three years with the issues that have been going on in their marriage, like he's less than. And so mm-hmm. in that moment, I felt like he's tired of being picked on, you know, even if it is about his wife, it ain't about his wife. You know, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to choose this moment to stand up for what I believe is mine. And so I kind of felt bad for him. And then I just felt bad for the community period. I was like the greatest night of his life is the also the worst night of his life like at the same freaking time right but also i felt bad for chris rock but one i'm like dude of all the things to joke about you got a whole movie about black women's hair where is this where did that come from and two who didn't vet that joke out of the writer's room Right. right that's what i felt about him and how embarrassing it is for him to get slapped in front of millions Millions of of people. people. And so for the culture, for me, I just like, this is really bad. (laughs) But at the same time, I felt like they millionaires, they'll be all right. You know, even if Will goes to jail, which is quite understandable if he does go, he's got the money, he'll be fine. Chris will be fine. They will bounce back. And I just hope, I hoped that they would come to some type of re- reconciliation together, whether I saw it or not. So that's how I initially felt. Okay, y'all go. And y'all can jump in anytime. You know, I was just trying to give a recap. I feel the same way you do. Um, 
I was just stunned when I saw it. Like somebody posted a, about it just generically, like, wait a minute, did that just happen on Facebook? That was what she posted. And then I said, and then I scrolled down, somebody had posted a clip mm-hmm. of the incident. And I was like, oh my God. And I was, my mouth dropped. I was just stunned. And um, I called my mom and she was like, what? You know, like it was just crazy. Um, woke my sister up. It was, I said, y'all, we'll just slap Chris Rock <laughs> on TV. And he wasn't, they were like, was he joking? I'm like, no, it was serious. It was just crazy. Um, and I feel the same way you do. I feel bad for Will. I feel bad for Chris. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Chris was like, it was just a joke. But yeah. You know, but for like you said, he spearheaded this women's hair documentary. You should know that you don't joke about somebody's hair issues on TV. Mm-hmm. Um, black women especially. And he has daughters. I just didn't understand why he thought that that joke would be okay in okay. this day. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. So so here's where I stand on <laughs> because when I saw I didn't see it live, I was asleep. And so my cousins and I have a text group. And I'm like, in my I'm like, what are they texting about? And I just turned my ring off. So it's about midnight, one o'clock when I wake up and I'm looking at the text and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> whoa like are you shitting me right now like what what so I go of course it's all over the internet I'm going to look and I'm going to look and I'm going to I'm I'm sitting up and I'm thinking okay it's almost one o'clock in the morning (laughs) my cousins are asleep but I got to say what I got to say and I'm going to read you exactly what I said to them. I said, okay. now I slept through all of this. I said, Will is a hoe, hoe for this. <laughs> you can't let other <clears throat> N-word put they, and I have an emoji, in your wife with no e- issues, but a comedian can't crack a joke. Miss me with that fake but hurt outrage. This incident just set us back. The whites think we are savages anyway. Misplaced aggression. This is an embarrassment. And I said, I'm for real pissed at Will Smith. I'm going back to sleep, but know this. I hit harder than Will Smith. Then I said, wait, one more thing. And this is very inappropriate. But my thing is, and I'm not going to read that part because it's totally inappropriate. But my thing is this. I get the point of, well, Chris Rock should have knew better. He should have, at the end of the day, he's a comedian. Mm -hmm. And all jokes aren't funny to everybody, Mm -hmm. but he's a comedian and he did what he was supposed to do in his job. To censor a comedian is like taking away the tools to do your job Mm -hmm. and expect to be done Mm -hmm. effectively. And that's not fair to that comedian. To censor a comedian is not fair. There are certain comedians that I don't like because they're mean. Mm-hmm. but that That's doesn't true. take away from their craft and what they it's are just, they're just not meant for you yeah it's not meant for me and so for me 
I've, I've dealt with weight issues all my life. It, to me, the bald-headed joke was no different than a fat joke. So at what point do you draw the line to say, oh, well, you should know better to do this. Or you shouldn't do that. It's comedy. And if you're sensitive like that, then you have to work on you within as not to respond to it. Because I know I'm sensitive. Mm-hmm. And you can't say everything to me because I know how I may or may not respond, but work in progress. But, and I'm not excusing anything Chris Rock did, but we have all been in situations, especially people of color, where we are one of few, the only, and we, whether you like it or not, are a representation of the culture. And that's where I was going to get, a, and, um, and, oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, and I and there's certain things that just ain't going to fly. I mm-hmm. have been in a numerous meetings with the others, mm-hmm. and they done talked fly to me. And I literally told them, because they I would say, hey, you need to control your emotions. And I told them flat out, the fact that I ain't reached across this table and wrapped my hands around your throat to choke you out shows that I have control over my emotions. But and you know in what? Places of you have to you have to control. But yourself. you know what? Even saying something like that, people look at, yep. well, she's too aggressive or she's too, you know. She needs to calm down and control because let's just tell the truth. Most people expect for us all to be black male, white, a uh, black woman, white, black man, all to react like Kitanji Brown. Yep. Yep. We we not like that. Not all not of us. Her. And, you know, you and I have had this conversation, especially when we were watching Real Housewives of the Potomac. <laughs> so this is real husbands of the Oscars. <laughs> when, <laughs> when what was it? When Monique choked. Candace and Candace's mouth got real, real slick all the time, and it just kept. And Monique would come back, she'd say something, she'd walk off. At one time, she was like, If I wasn't pregnant, I'd blah, 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 blah. And but she didn't, but she kept going and kept going. And before you knew it, that last incident where she hit her with some glass, got, or choked her. Got, that, got that in that wig, she had that and, wig. And you and I talked about this, and you were like, I got a smart mouth too. So I get Candace is mean and, but that don't give Monique the right to put her hands on her. And what did I say? I agree with you. I said, but you can choose your words all the time, but you can't reach choose when or how people react to that. Now, am I saying Will is right? No, but I understand it because this man for the last at least two to three years, has been a constant and consistent mean. It's like he's damned if he do, he's damned if he don't. They, they, August Wilson come out. They didn't put their business out there about August and Jada. August did because he had an album coming out. So she brings it out there to talk about it. Let's let's squash any rumors. Blah blah blah. This man is sitting through this, listening to this, whether right or wrong. His his emotions are on his face. They turned it into a meme. It's like, so if he sits there and doesn't do anything, they would have made, I can understand how he might feel. They're going to make a meme out of this. They're going to keep joking about this. Like, no matter what I do, I'm constantly the butt of people jokes. My family is constantly the butt of people jokes. And he may not have even thought, thought about this consciously it might have been subconsciously where like I have had enough you have hurt my family enough and I don't think in that moment he really thought like this is Chris Rock 
we cooler than this. Even if we got beef, we, we, you know, I, I, cause my really the south side in my mind kicked in. I'm like, catch that nigga outside, man. Don't, don't slap him in front of the millions of witnesses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it goes if you got to get it. it Wait, goes time, back. Out. time out. You said August Wilson. I'm sorry, August Alcino. <laughs> August Wilson, sorry, great playwright. <laughs> you see where my, listen, I might be from the South Side, but I am quite literate. Thank you very much. <laughs> but you know, it goes back to, like you said, time and place. And that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest piece for me. I'm not saying don't respond, but it's, it's yeah. not just the response, it's the where and the how. You know, I think back to, I was telling my friends, and again, we've been talking about it all day. Mm-hmm. And it's like, my mama always told me, you know, stand up for yourself. Don't let nobody bully you. And she was the type, if you come home with your ass, well, I'm going to whoop your ass because you didn't stand up for yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my mama taught school where I went to school and I had a fight or two. And the discipline was take me to my mama, tell her what I did, blah, blah, blah. Two things my mama always said, don't leave no marks so I can't get sued. And the other was, watch who you doing it around. Because <laughs> you got to be careful of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And in this world of cameras and, mm-hmm. you know, everything is immediately out there. There's no time to get the publicity. To self-correct or exactly. even... Uh dial it back because I, I know I didn't mean to interrupt I'm sorry but I think about a couple of times where and I think I've told this story on um the show before where I, when I realized I probably needed therapy when I set it off in Walmart mm-hmm. like I, I acted a, a, I probably was jumping up and down like a kid like I god damn it I acted a plum fool and then I was telling Price today that um, after my grandmother died, we had this custodian. He was horrible. And I think one day I asked him to like clean the cafeteria, <laughs> like his job. Mm-hmm. I asked his him job. literally to he do his job. job. And he got smart. And before I knew it, me and him was going toe to toe, not fist fighting, but I have a smart mouth too, you know? So I'm like letting him have it in the, in the, in the hallway. So much so that and that mind you i'm at i'm not on the east side no more i'm on the west side so you kind of have to walk differently (laughs) but that day it's like i just went to a place where i didn't care it's like i'm tired of you and you finna get all this smoke and the kid that saw me was like i never knew you even cuss miss Cass." and i felt so bad so so bad and that's how i know like i'm like he hurting because in your greatest moment it's also your worst moment it's just that my moment happened to be a bad moment period like I was in a bad place but you at your high and I like that he that Denzel pulled him to the side and said it's your greatest moments or something that's when the devil tries to rise up and then somebody quoted saying oh so now we're blaming it on the devil you're not blaming it on the devil but you're recognizing the spiritual warfare that's coming against you because you are doing great things that's his main job is to distract us from what really happened. We missed Quest Love winning an award. Yep. We missed uh, Samuel L. Jackson. 
um, getting a Lifetime Achievement Award. Nobody really talked about Will Packer producing the event. We I didn't pay attention to Regina Hall at all. None of that. It's like, so what happened after that? Do we even know why? Because in that moment, not to say that we, we all have a choice. And in that moment, he chose to follow the path that the devil laid out for him. And that's what I would say is, that well, I feel like we talked about this earlier. I really wish they would stop sharing their relationship in public. Mm-hmm. Like the people mm-hmm. that talk to him, Samuel Jackson, um, Denzel. They don't. I don't know nothing about Denzel. You got might hear some rumors, but they ain't confirming nothing. Right. I hope and pray that if I ever make a million dollars, that I follow the path of Beyonce, who no matter what. She don't say nothing. nothing. If putting it out there, it's in a song. She uses her craft. Jay-Z didn't confirm that Solange. He didn't even mention it until Mm -hmm. he, like years later, until he was ready. And so I pray that I have the the social media medal of Beyonce. (laughs) And I think we (laughs) all could take a clue from her. I doubt she even gets on the internet. She probably got an assistant. Here, take these pictures and post this because I'm not getting on there. Mm-hmm. Her mama be on there going ham. <laughs> he does. Tina be going off. What you ain't finna do is come for her kids. For her babies, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, but that be say, she is not commenting on anything. And that's what I can say, not being a, a part of the beehive, just, you know, learning to appreciate her later in my life. I do appreciate that fact about her, that whoever is on her team is like, you don't even touch that. But you know what? I've I've said this to friends. I say it to myself. It's a couple of things I go by. No response is a response. Yes. And then the other piece of that is you have to really be careful about making decisions and acting in an emotional yes, state. Yes, absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. and I tell people all the time, you know, because listen, I'm a Gemini. Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, one, this one's gonna come out. Ooh, that twin. I'll be like, hold up. And my sweets, I'd be like, wait, twin, don't say nothing, don't do nothing in your emotional state. Because I am that person, I will take it too far, mm-hmm. like way too far, where you like, you know, you can't come back from this. And I've been in those places before. And as I've matured, I've learned that. And so, I agree with you, Tracy. I saw that it wasn't Chris Rock who he was slapping. It was the frustration, the hurt, mm-hmm. the pain, the layers that he was. It was a, literally, I told my cousin, it was misplaced aggression. Mm-hmm. It absolutely it, is. And, and those, are, those are the things that we have to understand. And like I said, I'm not condoning it. Mm-mm. I'm not, you know, chastising. But what I will say, you know, couple of things that came up was like you know we got to protect our black women that was me he, he was protecting his wife it was you and several other people mm-hmm. but it well mine was a question but no but the, but not from you i'm not saying that there were people that were saying well y'all were always saying protect don't do this but in the true essence of it you assaulted somebody on not a national stage a the world stage yeah were you protecting your wife, your family, or your, your legacy? Image. 
your image, what were you truly protected? Or did you put that all out there in jeopardy to be tarnished and destroyed by an emotional reaction that you made? But you know, honestly, and I know in the moment you don't always think about those right, things. Right. But you have to get to a place of pause. Pausing. Everybody, everybody need you a have pause, to pause button. Sloan used to tell me that. Listen, <laughs> Cash, you need I, a pause button. I'm like, I'm going get it when they leave it. <laughs> exactly. My pause button in the last, I would say, seven <laughs> years has grown tremendously. Because I used to not have that. I was like, you know, oh, yeah. I'm what that's not get it where you live it. Get it where you live it. Run up, get done me. up. <laughs> my mama used to tell us all the time. We go to the store. Yeah. Do something where you embarrass me is where I'm going to embarrass, embarrass you. you. But Tony, also too, I think both of those can be true. I think in the moment, because surface level, it was about protecting Jada. But mm-hmm. underneath that was all of the misplaced frustration and all of that but I also think he can do that and tarnish all that he's built all at the same time and for me my question about protecting black women again I go back to what I said to you with Monique we don't always get to choose and Bun B said that today I was listening to him live it was quite hood I loved it (laughs) H time dude like (laughs) bro but he had a point he was like at some point we have to you know basically bottom line recognize that had that been for instance when it was Demi Moore what when her hair when she was bald she was sexiest thing out there how brave of her how courageous blah 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 for us you're making a joke and so Bumpy's point was at some point, if somebody coming at your wife, you're gonna have to step up and protect her. However, mm-hmm. that, even if it's at the for the most part, that he was like, that's common. You're gonna see that at the corner store. You're gonna see that at the hood, in the hood. You, you not necessarily at the Oscars, but his point, and I'm paraphrasing, you might have to go and step out of pocket and get it out there like that at a stage like the Oscars to let everybody know when I say I'm going to protect them, that's what I mean. Now, is Mm -hmm. that right? If we're going to debate ad nauseum about that, because everybody has their opinion about it. One girl posted and I I agree. She said, protect black women doesn't mean you have to get physical to protect black women. That is true. But some Mm -hmm. people believe it don't mean you don't have you cannot get physical too physicality is a choice is there a consequence to that physicality absolutely and you got to live with that choice it's like i tell the kids and i and i keep saying this and she can tell you price can tell you to this day you are in charge of all of your choices you are not always in charge of your consequences i say that and that's my message to chris but that is also my definitely my message to will you made a choice to get from from your seat to that stage it was a good 20 steps you had opportunity to think about what you was finna do something in you should have pushed the holy spirit something should have said this might not be the right thing that is my question i ain't trying to be funny but i know denzel has 
Denzel and Samuel L. Jackson have a solid relationship with the Lord. They go to church and they express it all the time. Will and Jada often talk, I'm spiritual, but I ain't religious. And I'm not holy. There you go. (laughs) There you go. Every spirit ain't holy. And even if, let's take Tina Turner, for instance. Mm-hmm. let's go non-christian because she turned to buddhism at least she she had a foundation rooted in something that she could count on and she knew in her mind to be holy for us it ain't but for her it was a foundation you out here reading all this kind of different and you experimenting that's not foundational and to me half of the problems that they have is because they don't have no foundation rooted in nothing but happiness Happiness is temporary and it's based on outside circumstances. When you have joy, your joy is rooted in something above you. You can be happy because you can have joy because you have faith knowing that no matter what, my faith is going to sustain me. My faith is going to get me through this infidelity. My faith is going to get me through my child rebelling. My faith is going to get me through my career hitting about the skids. My faith is going to get me through all these people talking about me on social media. My faith is going to get me through slapping this man on national TV (laughs) and risking (laughs) this this Oscar. That is why I love God. That is why I love Jesus, because at the end of the day, he talks about love. But for me, God is love. And the God in him should have said, slapping him is not the right thing to do. But you got to get in touch with that God. Right. And make sure, like Tony said, that that spirit is holy. Yeah. I don't know if if they have any uh any basis or any type of um foundation in you know what I'm saying like that's the question I don't know what their belief system is or if they even believe in you know what I'm saying I Mm -hmm. just I don't know and that's the sad part I think if you have a uh I think it's okay. I like we we moved to this place in society where people don't want to express what they believe in, and I think that's so unfortunate because it's okay. You should have a faith that you can put on display. Mm-hmm. To me, absolutely. You know, absolutely. you should have a faith that that people know. Like if nothing else, and again, I'm gonna go back to Tina Turner, only because it's just something different from christianity her faith was on display her buddhism and she expressed confidently how that helped her transcend and overcome so much her faith was on display people out here wondering you reading the alchemist like that book shouldn't change your life like that i'm no no disrespect it was a good book and it had some good principles in it but so does the bible so the, does the Quran. So does so many other things that mm-hmm. are rooted in faith that that book to me was like a fable. To right. me, right. you know, I would recommend it to other people to read, but not as a foundation for my faith. Mm-hmm. Right. To me. And I and, and even okay. with that being said, like 
like you said, in the decisions, you know, something should have stopped you. Something should have reminded you of where I am and who I am and whose I am, such that I don't make that decision. So, but on the flip side of that, how Chris Rock responded. And that's a true essence of he better than me. Yeah. And not, not in a negative tone. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean that in a positive manner. Because although I say Will was wrong for what he did, had it been me, I can't promise we would have cleared the Oscars out and they would have just had to cut and regroup because that whole front four rows probably, we would have been tussling. Because how dare you walk up and slap me? Wait a minute. First of all, here's my question. I agree with everything you said. But where was the usher? Why was Lit Will allowed to get to the stage? I got a question. Go sit back down. Like Like he's not on the agenda to be on stage. So why was he allowed to get there? Two, Chris, you let this dude walk up, lean back with his hand behind him, open his chest to you, then five fingers slap you. And when I see your hand in the air, I'm just not finna stand. And not, and even if it was the shock of it, the minute that Maybe shock so. wore out, because it, it again, it doesn't happen to me on the job where yeah. somebody threw something at me. And my instinct, I picked it up and threw it back at him and went off. Yeah. Like, I am not Rover. I don't walk on for a wagon tail or play fish. Don't ever throw nothing else at me. Mm-hmm. And this is my supervisor. I'm saying, don't throw nothing else at me. And when I take went toe to toe with them, like I could have lost my job. Again, growth pause button the group. <laughs> it grew because that was the whole tone. But this pause button, there's beauty in that. Because I yeah. didn't push pause in that mm-hmm. moment. Right. But to actually physically have your hand connect to my face, I think in that moment, had Chris Rock just he could have aired it out. out it would have been like and, the, somebody said and, it's the source awards. Will Smith turned okay. the Oscars into the source awards. And even if he hadn't, even if he didn't physically harm him, he could have pressed charges against that. Yes, he could have. And he did not. And further, and, and he did. Listen. Because Tony would have had all that uh, King Richard money. <laughs> I'd have had it all. I'd but, have been like, oh, I'd have fell all out in the flow. And I've been like, I was. I thought he was. I was like, oh, he's gonna sue the shit out of him when this is over. But that's a lesson. Again, I'm going back to my faith. That's a lesson in grace Grace, and mercy. Grace, grace, baby. Because everything we deserve, God does not give. If I got the stuff that if I got in trouble for half the things I think about, folks, (laughs) Lord, (laughs) have mercy. That is a lesson in grace and mercy. And to me, and I'm gonna get back to the protecting black women thing because I want to get to a point you made earlier today but to me that's the essence of what we're missing on social media as far as everybody having an opinion about what happened we need to cancel Will I'm not gonna watch the Oscars next year he wrong for that you wrong for cussing out your mama when you left this morning mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like come on now it's yes he was absolutely out of order but I wasn't in that moment. That's not my wife who right. has been this. She's also been the subject of memes. Her character has been 
drug through the this ain't the Jada Peak and Smith I grew up with. No, it has been drugged through the mud. And that's got it. She might come out with a smile on her face, but you know that's weighing on her at home. And at the end of the day, it's his choice on how he chooses to defend her or not. Yes, he had other options. Yes, he could have done. Yes, he could have caught Chris outside. He could have pulled him to the side. He did not. He would suffer the consequences for that. In the meantime, let us show this man a little grace and a little mercy about why he may have done what he did. He gonna them white folks gonna do to him way more than what we can do talking about. Because yep. if they take that Oscar, which is on the table, he's gonna be butthurt crushed. He's already embarrassed and ashamed. It was all in his face when he apologized the night of. Mm-hmm. And here it is. We are he dead wrong. Yeah, he is. But we ain't got to keep dragging him through the mud. Like, come on, y'all. And that's the, that's what, to me, this has, that's why I I put on one of the comments. We, it's like, we talking out the side of our neck. You know, as long as people behave and do how we want them to do, it's all good. The minute somebody step out of character, they like gum on the bottom of our shoe. And I just mm-hmm. think that part is unfortunate. We don't give people room to make mistakes. Yeah, to mess Especially, up. Yeah. And so then they have this added pressure of being perfect. You know, I just think that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I, I just wanted to get back to the protect black women because you brought up a good point. But I, I, I do. And the reason I think that I do want to say this. I think all of our reactions to it, just like he brought his emotions and his background and his frustration and whatever, you know, the sum total of his his upbringing to that moment. Because, again, it wasn't just about Jada. It was about everything he's grown up with, the relationship, all of that. We're also bringing our background to our opinions. And so for me, I know I've been in moments where I'm like, I told y'all before on the single girls podcast, I hate to be teased. I hate it, especially mm-hmm. when it comes from me. I can't stand it. Half time on think I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, uh, that's not funny to me. You want me to react? And I think it's dumb. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you want to joke and, and make fun of me. I cannot stand it. And so I understood where she might have been hurt. And just tired of it. Like, won't y'all leave me the fuck alone? Mm -hmm. And so in those moments, I felt like, especially where other people around, like y'all, y'all see this person messing with me. Ain't nobody going to speak up for me. But, and so you don't feel supported. So you do it yourself. You know what I'm saying? So I understand that isolation. And maybe she said those types of things to him. And he's like, I'm, I've had enough. And so I feel like even though I get what you're saying, he's a comedian. He has to do his job. But as a husband, because we also say as Christians, we want a protector and a provider, provider and a protector. We have to understand that sometimes that protection may not show how up how we 
know it could and should show up. And in that moment, it didn't. But he felt like, and when he got up there, that's exactly what he talked about, about Richard, King Richard being a protector of his family, a protector of his girls, and how in love, that's what he's trying to do. And did it manifest in the wrong way at the wrong time? It, it absolutely did. But sometimes we don't get to pick that. Ask the girl that has to go that has to go bail her man out of jail. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like that. And I just want I just I just felt like that was what when I asked that question. That's what was going through my mind. I really don't have a definitive answer about that. But that's what it feels like, because some of the same people who are like hanging him to dry or just really running him down about what happened are the same people who are saying protect black women at all costs. So what does at all costs mean? (laughs) You know, so make up your mind. What what do we want? You know. Or y'all gonna give us guidelines on what protecting black women looks like? Because sometimes for me, it might look like that. And I'm gonna give you an example. And I think I might have shared this in the Southside Chronicle. My uncle was at my cousin's cafe, Cafe 2117. He overheard this dude at the pool table talking about my sister, talking bad about him. He asked my cousin, hey, you got a belt? Or some rope. <laughs> she said, I don't have no rope, but I got a shoestring. <laughs> he said, okay, let me have it. He took that shoestring and for old dude knew it. He had that shoestring around that nigga's neck and said, keep my, keep my niece name out your mouth. That's my niece. So I grew up with that as an example of what you're not going to do is mess with this one. She wasn't even, my sister wasn't even there, <laughs> but you still not going to talk about her. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Ask Ty, she can verify this story for you. And I'm like, oh my God, choke shit out of it. Today's day and age, <laughs> he, he will probably be, be in jail. <laughs> probably should have been back then. But some men were taught at the end of the day, it's my job to protect you, and this is how we do it. Have we advanced beyond that? Absolutely, we have. But somewhere, he's still from West Philly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I just think we need to, we just need to just stay off of the, I guess stay off the goddamn internet because <laughs> it's just so much back and forth to me. I just think it's a question to be had. And some some men will get physical with you. Some men won't. I fooled around with a guy that I knew. He's not going to get physical at all. He might throw some scripture. <laughs> <laughs> but physicality that's not his thing that ain't his thing <laughs> and then in this case will will was damned if he do damned if he did damned if he didn't like he got up there and slapped him and with some people criticizing him but then if he didn't get up there and say anything then we would have been saying well he's not defending jada right so he, caught, he was caught in a um precarious situation whereas you know, you have to defend your woman the best way you know how. Mm-hmm. And in that moment, he unfortunately chose a slap, but um <laughs> that was a Charlie Murphy slap too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ain't right. Sorry. 
I'm sorry. Oh, uh-uh, but Tony, you had a good point. How you gonna be working on the podcast? <laughs> I'm not working. I was looking at something. Uh, oh, it's yeah, uh, on her computer. No, you had a good point. Which was if we're gonna protect black women, we need to protect black men too. Because how you let this dude get up and walk up to this stage? Somebody should have stopped him. Somebody should have stopped his wife. His wife. Now it's not because my man. I'm like, what you doing? We can't act the folks. I think Jada secretly bucked that up. Like, she did. So? I know she did. She is. She's that type of woman. Where I'm like, that's the type of woman she is. She thought that that was great. Oh, wow. Uh-uh. I'm serious. That's her. That's wow. I agree with you, Tony. Nah, babe. No, babe. We can't do this. She like that. She like that type of shit. She like that. That drama. That bullshit is what she like. What's my word? Toxic shit. That's what she like. That's what she like. Based on based on on her selections, other than Will, I can see it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because August Alcina. And I hate to make it about August Alcina, but he's Mm -hmm. part of the he's part of the fabric of this story. And that's the mm. thing. Just imagine reliving this, reliving your indiscretions over and over again. Mm-hmm. You gotta feel mm. some type of way. I hope she wouldn't do that. But me, I'd be like, I'd have my hand on his knee. You sit right here. Mm-mm. I'm mm-hmm. good. We'll talk about this at home. We'll talk at it. Right. Home. Mm-hmm. right. But that Bumby did say that. Thomas, he said basically it was him and another guy. I don't know who the other guy was. He was like, shoot, we damned if we do. We damned if we don't. We get home. We're going to hear about it. So you just going to sit here and let them talk about me like that? <laughs> you know what he was trying to <laughs> I was like, yeah, he might. <laughs> he would have got it. Then you got to defend that. So that was funny. But I just think that I don't know. Maybe she was crying. (laughs) I want to give her the doubt. I really want to know what her reaction was to all of that. Like, how did she feel about it? Like, what her feelings? (laughs) (laughs) She was excited. Let me tell you, it turned it turned her on because that's the type of woman she protects herself to be, and then it's the consequences the later. Because you gonna get on the red table, talk and talk about it, and do all this other extra BS to try to make no, yeah, that was wrong. And you, as his wife, should have been like, uh, uh-uh, uh, babe, uh, uh-uh. uh. That's not here's my doing. question to y'all. This is how I'm starting to feel. I think the red table talk was a mistake to do yes. at this point in their careers. Yes. I think he uh, he agreed to her doing it because she's an actress too and I think she's been, her talent has been kind of minimized compared to him, his her mm-hmm. stardom and so he's like, okay, you, you know, do what you will. I'm here to support you. She but how they know. have structured this <laughs> <laughs> how they've structured this and, and have put their lives out here and the fuck ups, mm-hmm. I think it was a, because previous to the red table talk, there were rumors 
but it wasn't and nothing ever got nothing confirmed. was confirmed and it was never right. to this level the the and, the fuckery that they've gone through has never been to this level and the mm-hmm. spotlight is constantly shining on it mm-hmm. that it can never get out it's like i'll be like i'm and here's the thing again not condoning it but i get it because every time something happens it died down and then, and then they do something else. Then, but it ain't mm-hmm. they. It's her. Then some more <laughs> shit come up. And then some more. I just be like, the only hey, one who hey. don't be, the only one who ain't in no shit and no drama is Gammy. Gammy. Because <laughs> Gammy don't play that. Gammy ain't finna put up with that BS like Gammy that. Like, and I put can... it on. The, Gammy like, I'm too old for this. Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm too grown for this. And she says it all the time. I'm going to say y'all. Yeah. Well, she she too busy with her fourth husband to um be worried about <laughs> shit. They living their best life. <laughs> hey, I ain't mad at Gammy. Me neither. She's like, I'm gonna keep doing it till I get it right. Till I get it right. Come on, Gammy. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, it's it's been a mess. I really think it was a, a mistake in the beginning. I enjoyed it. Now I don't. I don't even care who come on. I don't want to see that. I nope. I don't want to see it. It's too. It's too much. Um, and I'm like. Your life should not be the news, right? And it's got to be hard. On all, on, like, it, it, it's apparently hard on him. You mm-hmm. know, it's obviously hard on him, and I don't think he—he's probably had told her before. Because remember when she was in that show on TBS with Mark Anthony, Hawthorne, Hawthorne, and they mm-hmm. the one a couple of them sex scenes got a little steaming and he shut that down i was all in it me that I show was... didn't come back for season two <laughs> we'll say nope cutting it down. it down and so maybe he doesn't want to do that again but they need to revamp that bad boy or she need to do something else because at this point like your image is tarnished like sis you should be tired mm-hmm. take a again take a note from beyonce like just Sit down and be quiet. Get up there, sing, do what you do, and then sit down. Get up there, act, do what you do, and then sit down. Yeah. But again, like you said, she hadn't really done anything until this red table talk. So do you have, I mean, I'm not saying she's not talented, but you have <laughs> what it sounds like. <laughs> no, I, I mean, did you have something other than the red table talk? Well, they wanted Matrix. They wanted Emmy for it. And here's the thing. This is what, and I want to get to this too. Here's the thing. She was black famous. Yes. She wanted to be white famous like him. And I think as a people, we need to be happy with whatever level of success we have. It's okay just to be black famous. It's okay to accept your NAACP image award and move the fuck on. Because what you right. wasn't going to do is go walk up into that NAACP image awards and slap nobody. Period. At all. No. At all. Period. And why not? Because this group of humans feels like this is the ultimate, you know, prize for your work. When you got a whole culture of people who are saying, we value what you do. We constantly looking for main America's approval. When it's okay, just be you know, I'm okay with being a black writer. 
when I decided to write, there were people out there. I don't want to be known as just a black writer. I do. I'm okay with it because I am black. If the black folks at the local NAACP know my name one day and say, here, little niggly girl, here's an award. Thank you so much. I appreciate y'all for this because somebody valued it. (laughs) I'm just saying, we constantly try to get their approval. That ain't always the way. And so she should be, my thing is stop chasing that because you ain't going to, and that's what my my point was to you earlier is that they were going to talk about, people going to talk about them anyway, even though it's on the, now it's just now the world is talking about you. Right. But I can say this, we're not getting back, we're not getting invited back to the Oscars for another 50 years. Black folks can't come back. How we be inviting the white folks to the picnic, they like, no longer black folks. <laughs> the blacks can't come back. <laughs> and I, feel, I do, I feel bad for Will Packer on that one. It was a good, it was good. I didn't even watch but it. It was it was overshadowed by this, and that to me is a disappointing it's, thing. Even can, his yeah. win, his win has been overshadowed because nobody's yeah. talking about nobody talk about the it's, win. It's the bitch slap. Mm-hmm. That's what they talking about. Listen, and it's just sad. The folks in the back said never again. <laughs> <laughs> we shouldn't have never taught them how to read, and we should have never gave them money. Yeah, and that's what they that's what they thinking. That's exactly what I told my cousin. They're also saying we shouldn't let Will Packer run this right award <laughs> show. If you give you give black folks yep. one little thing, they just take it and run just with take it. it and run. It'll be Amy Schumer next year by by, by herself. <laughs> Meryl Streep gonna win her 50th award. <laughs> right. By herself. And this was a historic um Oscars, like an yes. Afro-Latina one, a deaf man one, like the first in a category, and then you had yeah. Questlove that won. Yes. So a lot of history was made, and then all of that we don't know it. Don't know <laughs> forgot about because of this shit. Low key to y'all, I really, I really still believe that this was a horrible joke gone bad. Okay, I think it was so a skit. My friend gone bad. I don't think this was real. And I think at this point they can't dial it back. So they got to follow through with it. <laughs> because who slapped somebody like that? <laughs> <laughs> you getting back to the slap. Now back to the slap. <laughs> Who does that? This cannot be real. I was texting Misty and Liz. I was like, is this a skit? (laughs) It's gotta be. They're both great actors. A lot of people thought it was. They're like, ain't they friends? Like, yeah. Let's talk about his apology. Did y'all read his apology? Mm I read that. He's not convinced. He's not convinced. (laughs) Somebody wrote it for them. Indeed. Right. Absolutely. Indeed. Listen, dude got Olivia Pope. He probably called Beyonce's PR person like, hey, whoever yeah. you got on your team is legit. Can I get them over here to write something for me? I wish he would have said that when he was giving his speech. I wish he would have just walked up there and mm-hmm. said, you know what, y'all? I, if, if, if it was real, I, I, I fucked up. I apologize, Chris. I apologize. I was wrong. This is the best night of my not life, but I just made it the worst night of my life. But again, 
sometimes when you're in those moments, you can't you can't do what you need to do. And I think he just realized I I fucked up and I don't know how to I don't know how to make this shit right. Let me tell you how I feel about that apology. So let's talk about the first one with his acceptance speech. That's the one I'm talking about. And then the second one, the second one that was good and good. You didn't mean it. Well, let me start with the second one. You didn't mean it because you had the opportunity to apologize because you realized that you had messed up then. And if you really, truly were sorry or remorseful, you would apologize for Chris Rock then. The fact that you waited a whole day and then issued this statement about three hours ago, and then that's when you apologize because people was commenting, you know, I'm a faithful Good Morning America watcher. Mm-hmm. And it was so embarrassing because one of the things they just said, and he apologized to everyone but Chris Rock. And you apologized with this statement three hours ago because of the flack that you got for never issuing an apology for slapping that man in his face. So I don't buy it. You just trying to cover your ass. Yeah, this is damage control. But you didn't already, you didn't already pull your your pants down and spread your butt cheeks. We didn't see it. We didn't see it all up your butt. Too late. Too little. Too late. You stupid. No. Okay. Here's my take on the apology, Oscar Knight. Now I would have even liked it maybe if it wasn't on the stage. Maybe afterwards in one of the you know in, in the, like one of them lines or party yeah or something. In that moment, he didn't mean it. Don't give it if you don't mean it. That's what I think. Now, as far as what was written today, you know, the PR person from the Red Table Talk wrote <laughs> But he got to prove it, so he meant it, you know. And then Puff Daddy said that before he left the Oscars, they had talked and worked it out. And yeah. so I just felt like, well, you know, as long as they work it out. But I think it would be... Because I think around the world, black people were like, really, niggas? This what we mm-hmm. do? We were hurt by the moment. As we should be. Because we have grown up with these men. Right. We don't know them, but w- there are moments in our lives that we attach to moments in their careers. Like Bigger and Blacker and, you know, Independence Day. Like, that was a big deal for us when he, you know, got that blockbuster movie. And men and black, too. Like, so... As they were kids watching the Fresh Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, we grew up with them. And mm-hmm. so it's like, damn, this where we are? We hurting each other like this? Come on now. You know what I'm right. saying? So I really do hope that they come to a point where for us, not just for us, for themselves too, but also for us, the culture, the you know, for Black people, that they that they resolve it in public since it happened in public that mm-hmm. we see where they have made amends. I, I would like to see that, but if it doesn't happen, you know, I'm cool with that too. You know? Right. But I think it would be good for both of their images to be like, so if y'all going to use the red table talk, sit, sit down, make a black table talk, sit down and do men because something needs to happen at that table that some holy oil need to go on that motherfucker or something because it's like it is cursed did you say yeah. a black table talk yeah because the red one is the devil's work 
<laughs> it is not of the Lord. Black. <laughs> they need to put not even black. They need to put the blood of Jesus on their bad boys. <laughs> God, make, it re- make, it. make it really red. The blood, of the, the blood of the lamb. Somebody, <laughs> they need to bring Shirley Caesar to that bad boy. <laughs> See her hell I or two. Cannot, I cannot. I'm tired of you. I'm just. It, it just gets exhausting with with how they how their they their family. It's almost like they utilize the media to. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying. Okay, any parting thoughts that would cover everything that y'all wanted to say, express? In the end, I think that Will will come out okay at the end of this. Um, it won't It won't hurt his career. Because I'm um, still watching Bel Air. Right. Line. You know, he needs to go sit down somewhere um, for a while. Um, a mm-hmm. And then just kind of mm-hmm. Uh, invest in some good old therapy and uh he goes though maybe he needs need to go back. somewhere else yeah. or something <laughs> or get somebody get a, another therapist i don't know um but i think he'll be okay after he addresses this in therapy and <laughs> write some stuff down he needs to call your cousin <laughs> i know he really does he needs to call her okay tony I guess final thoughts for me. I I do think um, I don't think cancel culture needs to cancel Will Smith. I feel mm-hmm. like he will bounce back from this, but I do agree um, there needs to be some kind of healing and a break for both him and his wife. Mm-hmm. Go sit your behind down somewhere and find you a a um, a stable source mm-hmm. to you know because this is not a good reflection of who you were created to be. Amen. And mm-hmm. I think you just need to sit back not even just considering just from a place of publicity in my image, but do some soul searching and say, is this what I want to project and who I am? Because a lot of times we can be in situations and circumstances if we're not rooted and grounded in a higher source of power, me, I believe in God. Amen. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Jesus saved my soul. Amen. But if you don't have a source grounding you, any way the wind blows, because that's the word. That's the way you're going to drift. Preach. So you're going to have to get an anchor to hold yes. you solid. Because you're going to drift in and you'll end up becoming somebody who God did not create you to be. Mm-hmm. Or right. who you want to be. You're just going to be out there drifting. Mm-hmm. And, and cannot recognize the schemes of the enemy. Yep. You know. And it's something we all have learned to do in our walk and are constantly learning in our walk with Christ because that, that that's the nigga that don't ever take off his job is the devil. Motherfucker don't hmm. he got he don't take he no good vacation devil. days, he don't do nothing. <laughs> I'm at work today on time and I work overtime. <laughs> 
but that's a good point. Um, I think for me, my parting thoughts would be, it's not even to Will and Jada. My parting thoughts are to Black people as a community and on social media. My thought is everybody has an opinion and it's okay that your opinions are different. And it's okay that you feel disappointed in a person, in a celebrity, in your family. It's okay. What's not okay is to make people be above reproach in their behavior. Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody. I'm fortunate enough that my mistakes, for the most part, haven't been caught on camera. Praise God. (laughs) That's my point. Everybody makes mistakes. Mm -hmm. Some of our mistakes are verbal. Some of them are physical. (coughs) Some of them are emotional. Emotional abuse is, to me, can be just as harmful, if not more, than physical. Because you in a person's mind. So let's all push pause before we, even though we on her talking about them and giving our opinions on them, at the same time, y'all chill. Because you don't know how you're going to react when somebody come for your family. Mm-hmm. Or you. I think right. you and I both, Tony, have been victims of people running their mouth down on us. And we've had to handle it in certain ways. You know, luckily, we were not in the moment and we could back up and say, guess what they did? And I'm about to. And we had someone say, no, that's not how to handle that. This is what you need to do. Let's pray about that. And so I I also want Will and Jada to surround themselves with people of faith like a Denzel. It shouldn't just be in those moments where they say, hold up bro, we got you. I was so glad that they did because that could have been even worse than what it was. But after that, build your circle with some people who can, the Bible Bible talks about edification. In the church, we talk about edification. Surround yourself with people who build you up Mm -hmm. just because they love you and not to get some type of promotional anything out of it just because they're your friends and stay your ass off the internet all the time mm-hmm. because then maybe people won't be so tired of all the shit you have done when you really do something we can say oh well this is the first time versus dang y'all done, done something else again <laughs> right so live your lives you are there to entertain us we appreciate that entertain and leave it at that I, we don't need to know all your personal business even Mm-mm, the little bit you do to. share it's too much too much it's too much and i just feel like we need to get back to some some of the old school stuff like shit i'm gonna call my girls and then that's it or he came at me wrong i ain't gonna check him right now but i'm gonna i'm gonna get him on his phone don't do that no more mm-hmm. but you gotta have some folks I think they've become just so famous that they're not grounded no more. Right. Like you said, Tony, they got to be grounded in a faith first, then your family, then mm-hmm. your friends. All of that matters. Because when I can't get to the church, Tony calling me, where you at? Why you ain't at church? When you coming? My dad ain't seen. 
Ashley, I <laughs> see you at church today. What's going on with you? Like she grown. You know, auntie. <laughs> you know, my friends, like, you know, even at work, I have I have friends at work when I, they're a teacher sometimes. I'm like, she got one more time. <laughs> and she finna get all of this smoke. And then I go to price and she be like, well, now cast. <laughs> really appropriate <laughs> but you know what that is a beautiful thing to have that mm-hmm. uh in your life because you know you done done it for me i try sometimes it don't work look you know because i do have a mind of my own but mm-hmm. yes you but you have those people in your life that can pour into you and be yes. like i don't think this is how you want to handle that situation yeah versus co-signing on my foolishness and mm-hmm. i'm thankful for the people in my life that will not co-sign on my foolishness you know it, it for the most part now i ain't gonna say it ain't always the case that they don't co-sign but for the most part they will not co-sign on my foolishness because they're like you're mad in the moment mm-hmm. and even from a place of telling somebody you know you, you might want to talk to somebody about that behavior because you know I got that good cut off spear. I'd be like, oh, what did you know? Listen, I'd be like, Tony, you can't cut all your friends off. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, watch me. <laughs> watch me. <laughs> but you did say this, and then I'm gonna do my, my signature questions. That's what's missing in Will to me is he probably has friends, but what are they pouring into him? He it mm-hmm. seems like he hasn't been poured in like he's pouring out he's living his life out loud but what type of emotional investment is being made into this man's life and it seems to be what type of emotional and spiritual investment other than self-help books Mm. has is being poured into him and that's my prayer for him and really even chris rock jada all of anybody that I come in and price will tell you, she used to have to be at work and be like, cash, they not Christian. You can't be talking to them about Jesus. I'd be like, I want everybody to know him. (laughs) But my prayer is everybody, because if they truly understand Christ, then they understand that Christ is love. Right. You know, Bible. Now I can't put the Bible aside because you can't have Christ without the Bible because that's his word. But if you start with Christ, then you start with love and then you move to the sanctification through the word and stuff like that. You know, so I I just pray everybody would know the saving grace of Christ, because, again, that grace and that mercy, because I know him, because I have a relationship with him, he can he don't see me having sex with me and I shouldn't be having sex with he don't see me cussing out folks that I shouldn't cuss out he doesn't see me when I'm being jealous or hateful or mean he see he doesn't you know ignore it I have consequence for it before those things but he says I love you and I forgive you and I'm gonna handle you with some grace and some mercy so not only you're gonna learn from that you're going to grow from that and you can help others from that. That's why I want people to have a relationship with Christ. That's it. And so that's my, I, I didn't mean to turn this in the church, but I pray that for them because I don't see any type of grounding or any, anything like that in them. 
So before we get out for her, y'all know I always have a signature question. What's y'all superpower? I got three. Who going first? The ability to, uh, what you gonna say? No, I said, did we just pick one since you got three? I got you. I, I got three questions. Oh, three questions. I was like, three super. Okay, I'm my bad. That's okay. <laughs> uh, the ability to listen and uh, that is true. Discernment. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. That is you. <laughs> okay, Tony, what's your superpower? I feel like I'm a relator and yes. that I can see your point of view. The, you know the perspective that you have that you have and I don't judge you for that yeah that is both true about both of y'all <laughs> price what's your kryptonite what brings you down if, if if you have a superpower you got all these you know you, you can kill the world with it but if you got a kryptonite it's gonna zap all your strength that's a good question. I don't know. Come back to me. Being a Taurus, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Uh-uh. Uh, stubborn. Time out. Time out. Uh-uh. You ain't gonna be. You ain't gonna be uh criticizing the whole. <laughs> zodiac. Right. You ain't gonna be criticizing the, the zodiac. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, I'll come back to you, Tony. What's your kryptonite? Um, my kryptonite. I would say they just bring so something that just bring me out of all the way down mm-hmm. when somebody doesn't honor their word and I see them in a different light. Mm. <laughs> That's a good keep, one. That's keep nice. my word with you. <laughs> right. That is a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna have to go out on agree with you uh, about the stubbornness. <laughs> Like what well, to see? She's stubborn in the moment. You should have just did that at first. <laughs> okay, last question. And I got this from Will Smith. Ironically, he was on a podcast, I think the Quest Love Show, and he said everybody wants to be loved, but nobody really knows how to define what love is for them. So, what does love mean to you? How would you define? I would say accepting someone flaws and all and loving them for not just for what you do know, but for also the things that you don't know and may learn in the future. Okay. That's deep. That is. Because that future thing is the key because you don't know what you're going to learn. I can't follow that tone. Um, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> he will was right i don't know i really don't yeah, love, is, love is complicated um because it, it encompasses so many different facets um of one's life and it could take so many different forms from person to person <sighs> what form does it take with you shit <clears throat> Like works of service is how I display love for someone. Um, mm-hmm, that's true. I think about how you uh, serve Miss Smith. Uh-huh. 
I can't think of anything else, but like that, I know that that is one primary way that I display love for people. Is hold on. Speaking of service, I might need you to pick me up from the car shop tomorrow because uh-huh. my fuel pump doing that. <laughs> she gonna pick you up. I'm gonna call you when I get there. <laughs> Team, no car note. <laughs> Boom. That part. Well, ladies, thank y'all for getting on the call. This what like. 10 o'clock at the last minute so we could talk about this. I'm going to post this tomorrow. It's going to be raw and uncut. I ain't going to listen to it. <laughs> Hopefully we don't lose our um, yeah. Thank y'all for coming. I appreciate it. Y'all know I have to have y'all back once this. I guess I should start pubbing my book <laughs> uh, to my listeners. Uh, your girl is back. I'm starting to make some changes to my website and stuff like that. But the release of my book, All That Matters, by yours, Tracy J. Cass, will be coming out soon um, to uh, all booksellers near you, Barnes & Noble, um, Amazon, all those types of things. So be on the lookout. Um, and uh, Tony and Alicia are on my launch team. So I'm going to be talking about it more and more. Yeah, y'all going to be like, dang, she, she doing a podcast and a book? I sure am. We <laughs> coming for your coin. That's right. <laughs> right. Blow up. Y'all going to have to remind me now. These folks talking about you. You said you wanted to be on, so keep your mouth shut. <laughs> I got you. I'll be your salon. <laughs> Listen, that was another one. Salon slapped Okay, we're going to go on in. Let's get off this phone. Y'all have a good night. <laughs>that's it everybody thanks for listening remember follow me on social media you can find me on facebook at everybody's homegirl or instagram at everybody's homegirl 11 you can also visit my website at www.everybody'shomegirl.com or shoot me an email and let me know what you think of the show you can send your emails to homegirlpod at gmail.com remember to subscribe share with a friend or give me a five-star rating As a matter of fact, text a couple of friends right now and share this episode with them. Remember, thanks and have a great day.